Good morning. Good morning, light bearers. It's a beautiful morning here. Thank you so much for your participation. I do not take it for granted. May God honor you greatly in the mighty name of Jesus. Ephesians 2 verses 10 it says that for you and I are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So I am working with masterpiece and I cannot take you guys for granted. Thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Yesterday was a great time. Oh my God. I got good remarks from the information about the father's inheritance. Thank you. Now for many of us or a few of us that are yet to listen to that podcast, please do so. Now we're almost rounding up um, with the Um, first blueprint because I need us to get to prayer and we're going to be doing this through zoom meeting. I'll send the information as regards and I believe the Lord will help us. This morning we're talking about the power of visualization, the power to see differently. It's the key to effective visualization. What that does is create the most detailed, clear picture God is asking for you and I to focus on. Now we are materializing the greatness of God in the city. How we materialize it matters so much in the power at which we are visualizing all of God's you know, blessings that is storing into our heart. Many of which this is the beginning of the you know trouble if we do not get the right picture from the beginning some of which you know while we're on the train to fulfilling of god's purpose in our time we see that the picture we have is different from the picture god is asking for us to materialize that is largely because we did not gain the exact clear vivid picture so that we can focus on what God is storing as dreams, as visions into our mental realm. If you are able to grasp that knowledge, to store the right dreams, to store the right visions, now you translate that experience in the material realm. Visualization may be the most important part of your mental package, of my mental package, because I'll make myself as a perfect example. Now, I have a lot to do, you know, in the city, in the nations, in prayer. And a lot of times I I get on my feet and I know the Lord is speaking into my heart to do this much for him this much for humanity and this much to avert souls for the kingdom. But every time I get up, I get up, you know, just drawing my thoughts on the vision board and moving as if that's all I need. Unknowingly to me a day and I realize that I can have a vision board. But see, God factor on your vision board is what makes you to accelerate into the goodness God has prepared for you. Everyone on earth can have a vision board. Now, what matters is that the ability for you to gain the resources in heaven, bring them into the physical realm, is what differentiates you in the city. A perfect example of that is Abraham. When God was showing him pictures ahead of a season, 
He knew he could trust in the shepherd. That was why everything God was speaking into his heart could mold the blueprints of his mental capacities. And so this morning, I want you to gain that particular information. Begin to see, begin to feel, and begin to believe in the dreams God is storing into your heart. Mark a mental blueprint this day and begin to build. Now, many of us or a few of us will probably have to get back on the vision board this morning. And while you get back on it, the information you're going to be pouring inside it is, Lord, what am I supposed to do in the city? What am I supposed to do in the nation? Especially if you are, you know, needed for a time as this as a foreigner, or you are yet to grasp the knowledge of what God is asking for you to do. You've got to go back because many of the things that you've had in 10, 20, 30 years ago has marked a phenomenal blueprint to what God is asking you to do. It might be your giftings. It might be your patterns. It might be how you can console a friend. It might be how you can intercede for a friend. It might be how you get mastery in your workplace. The things you have done, they have actually molded your turns to what God is asking for you to do. And so this morning, I'm encouraging you to mark a mental blueprint of what God is asking for you to do. And while you do that, there is something that is instructive that you start to do from today. You begin to build in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to get a three task for today. And we're going to, you know, grab the ability to visualize by the help of the Holy Spirit. And while we do that, I feel three things had worked for me and I'd like to share it with us this morning. Some few things I had to, you know, remove and avoid in my thoughts, you know, as I walk, you know, to victory. The first thing I take did take out was this ability of people making me feel that they were extra special now i'll say that that see while in your ministry train or while god is pouring so much into your heart you're going to meet with several people on the way i'm trying to shake the table a little bit this morning but see it is god that qualifies the call not the other way around so you've got to visualize that you are totally equipped for where God is taking you to. So that when people drop things on your feet while on the journey, you can own your identity. So that's something static that you have to go with this morning. Now you come across some other set of people that they show so much of brilliance along the way. And they tell you that they actually do not need the God factor, especially in my time zone, for them to actually live an exemplary life. You don't have to go back to your vision board and feel discouraged. The moment you grasp the idea and the visualizations of what God is asking for you to do, that is your power. Keep running because it is God that brings unto you those that are called to help the movement he has already created before time existed for you. Now, what serves you about that time will be the same time that seems to be discomforting you. Time is meant to serve you, 
not otherwise. I'm going to go to the last one this morning. It's called the mastery curves. There are people that you will meet along the journey and will remind you, I've got my life under control. You know, back in the days, this Chuck Norris tendencies. Now, all you have to do or what I did, which I'm explaining to us this morning You've got to be in tune with God so that while the thorns, the waves, the wolves comes around you, you can grow and enlarge your right borders. All you are doing in the spirit realm is covering grounds. Not all grounds are grounds that are trash and flow to you. Some are grounds and quote and unquote, they have wolf spirit in them. They are called, you know, to your movement to test your heart while you are growing and while you are moving. So you've got to learn to understand the same way the Lord is pushing me and accelerating my feet as that of a deer is the same way the enemy probably feels I can trunk his movement such that he doesn't even come across a soul or 10 souls or a hundred souls for Christ. Remember when Jesus was, you know, asking that this cup may, you know, be passed over him. Now we recorded that in that particular time, he was always faced with the enemy trying to toss him from his focus, but he gained power of visualization. He actually knew the end before the beginning. He was asking that this may pass over him, but God said, not his will, but my will be done. Maybe that should be your word moving forward, such that when you come across a little bit of, you know, information issues, downturns, issues around you, your mental capacity is stable. This might be in your workplace. This might be in your family. This might even be around our loved ones. I want to stay on that a little bit this morning. See, the enemy knows what you love. The enemy knows what comforts you. The enemy knows your sudden moment. And so sometimes, have we ever felt that our so-called loved ones come back to us as wolves? Sometimes it might not just be them. And so this morning, I want you to hear well and see clearly. The enemy understands that some people are easily accessible. So how about if the enemy finds your friend, your spouse, or your children as your enemy? Are you supposed to gain the gain mastery over that situation and see it as this is not you? So instead of me to react or confirm what is happening to my movement, I rather go back in my praying scheme and ask the Lord what this was. That was exactly what Jesus did. So in the turns of path, he realized that. He had a focus. He had visualized where he was heading to. And that's what I pray for us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We have the process to create the right pictures in our mind. We generate so much powerful thought and feelings. We see the law of attraction that returns back to us in reality. And so we're not just going to be running a race of being tired or weary at every milestone. That's the scene of, you know, the ministry at the moment. So I want to encourage you for every milestone, it's not a place to rest. Every milestone is a place to pray more. <laughs> it's a place to pray harder. It's a place to pray more because the enemy knew before you got to your milestone and is waiting gently to see, will he rest? Will he sleep? 
will she stop praying? The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, I want us to gain mighty results for God. And how do we do that? The ability to prevail in pleadings with God. You're not venturing to plead with men. One of the few things I swore to myself that I will stop to do is venturing to plead with men for my daily bread. So I started seeking the face of God because he takes care of sparrows. How much more me is daughter. And so this morning, I want you to begin to ask for mighty result as you begin to expect power for your visualization yet again you need to gain some knowledge on your abilities gain knowledge on your capacities marry them together in christ the few things you think you are not yet you know available to do with the strength of god you can seek for new dreams you can seek for new attitude for you to gain maximum you know mastery of where god is pushing you to in the mighty name of jesus and so shall be this morning. One of the few things I want to ask that we do this morning is to climb the ladder. It's difficult to walk, I know, but I want to encourage you, climb the ladder. Because see, while you walk, you will stop. But while you climb the ladder, you would have gone farther before you even think you are working. I don't know if someone is getting the misery this morning. I decided to start climbing the ladder it's a regular thing for me to walk. That's how all human beings are carved. But instead of walking, I want to climb the ladder. But I'm not climbing the ladder in the physical realm. I'm climbing the, ra- the ladder in the spiritual realm. So it might seem like we are all headed in the same direction. But in my power of visualization, with the Holy Spirit backing me up, comforting my season, the few words I transfer to him in prayer, Lord, I am moving in a season of acceleration for your glory. I am moving and you are bringing the Holy Spirit fully in the picture this morning. You are bringing him to contribute your path fully unto the nations. So there is no intruder coming onto your path. You are not going in isolation. You are gaining mastery over the visuals God is pouring into your heart. You are seeing things from a new turns of light. The light you feel now because you are called the light bearers are things that you 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 enjoy because you you understand the realms of the the supernatural it says in hebrews 2 12 i will reveal who you are to my brothers and to my sisters and i will glorify you with praises in the midst of the congregation i declare this day in the mighty name of jesus that you and i gain the ability to see well we gain the power of visualization this morning we are not mocked in our season we declare this morning we are not mocked by wolves we see clearly we understand the path of righteousness we gain the power to visualize our dreams, our visions, and all that the Lord has pouring into our hearts this day and in this season. And while we are at it, we gain asset in the spiritual realm. We gain asset, asset in the spiritual realm. Now, many of us seek to gain asset in the physical realm. Now I'm shifting your direction because everything you gain in the supernatural realm transmits itself in the physical realm. And I declare this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, considering that you are a power 
powerhouse and that you have gained the ability to visualize well. This day I prophesy unto our path by the help of Jesus that this morning we gain assets in the kingdom such that when the trials and the tribulations come, we are saved and we enjoy the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to say this as I round up this morning. It's our time leaders and we are needed. We are wanted to contribute our parts fully in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to be moving to the next blueprint tomorrow. And I also want to ask that you prepare for this coming Friday. I'm hoping we can have a Zoom meeting for a prayer, maybe Friday evening. So I'm going to send those information to each and every one of us and on the group. May God honor and may God bless you greatly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Have a beautiful day. Good morning, light bearers. It's a beautiful morning. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for um, the blessings that you are. I believe by the help of the Holy Spirit, it's a new season for us in the mighty name of Jesus. All things are ready by the hands of the Lord. And as what this day would enlighten myself and everyone listening to me, to gain insights, to gain revelatory messages, informations that build us up according to the name of the Lord and the word of his glory into the design blessings he has made us to be for generational blessings and for the nation's glory in the mighty name of Jesus. It's a beautiful morning and we're moving on to Blueprint 2, appreciation of our total identity in Christ which I tag life clarity. And this morning, um, while we move on, I just want to pinpoint um, some questions to you. Um, basically, I did write down a couple of informations regarding light. So I have a lot of things to share with us. But this morning, before I move on, I want to speak um, about um, the lights that you and I have. And um, while doing that, I have about three questions to inquire, which I understand I don't need personal responses. Like I've always said, I need you to respond to this information yourself. So just please keep journaling because that really helps me a lot. So I can have a lot of things written down and I make sure I get back to them and keep asking myself questions. I crack it down by the help of the Holy Spirit because sometimes we have no idea of what we need to know, but through the help of Jesus, it speaks to us. And so this morning, I want to ask you, what difference are you here to make? Now that you and I know efficiently we are called light bearers, there has to be a difference you are here to make. Many of us are already on that path, and I believe much more there is still so much more we carry on our inside. And this morning, I want to ask that question again. What difference are you here to make? What is that that you feel God has given unto you to give to the world? What light are you here to bring? Now, when I say light, I know you know you are a light bearer. But if you are a light bearer, there must be something significant the Lord has poured 
given unto your inside and such that you are meant to transform, transfer to the nations and to the world. And so to gain insight, I did um, list a series of light types to help us identify um, what purpose you feel you carry or you feel you need to understand or you just need a bit of clarity to gain insight into. I'm going to list um, all of them out today, but I believe we can, you know, crack down all those informations today. But just so you and I understand that we've got to maximize our potential based on the light you feel you have on your inside. Now, there are a couple of them. Um, I think I've got about nine. So this morning, starting with a lighthouse, what does a lighthouse mean to you? I'm good. They're, they're like tribes to me, and that's how I learn. So, for a lighthouse, it carries a tribe, but it carries a leading tribe. I love that so much. It beams internal light that signals help, signals safety, it signals up through storm. That's what a lighthouse carries. It's a different kind of tribe, but it's a leading tribe. The second one I did write down, it's a floodlight. What does a floodlight mean to you? It's a powerful light that makes possible what doesn't seem possible. That's who floodlights attack to be. And the third one I did write down was funny, but it's a campfire. What is a campfire? It's like an inviting light. It supports diversity, mutual respect, and partnership. I believe that thinking of what a campfire means, you can, you know, gain insight into that very clearly. Now, the fourth one is a torchlight. Very funny, but interesting when I begin to share about it. Now, a torchlight brings light to a dark place. It's light fires, it's stock change, and it supports revolutionary ideas. Yes, a torchlight does that because trust me, imagine you're going into the dark without a light. The first thing that comes to your mind is, I need a torchlight, but still it beams forth light, and that's what matters. The fifth one this morning, it's a lamplight. What does a lamplight do to you? It brightens up spaces in the world. It's, you know, it serves those within the pool of light. And the sixth one is a flashlight. What does that do really? It just, it shines light in dark places. But interestingly, a flashlight reveals what others do not see. That's what flashlight does. So a candlelight is the seventh one today. And, you know, to me, you know, reading about it, you might say, no, I'm the lighthouse. I'm not the candlelight. But see, interestingly, each and every of this series have something special about them. So let me go ahead. The candlelight, it brings authentic light. What does an authentic light does? It inspires creativity, it spreads awareness, and it reassures others there is still hope. Now, the eighth one this morning is a string light. A string light is here to sparkle. 
Wherever you see shine, you see a string light. It makes life more beautiful. It makes life more enjoyable. I have a couple of people that I call string lights around me because they just make a place look so, you know, so beautiful, especially for someone like my personality. I kind of find string lighters very interesting because they just make it easy for me to laugh, you know. Then the night one this morning is a spotlight. What does a spotlight do? It's It grows into its own light. It shines bright, but when it shines, it shines like a diamond. It captivates the audience. So wherever you find a spotlight, they take charge. That's what they're called to do. They just take charge of their audience and they begin to run with it. Now, every of this nine lights I listed based on the understanding and the, 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 the indwelling spirit of the Holy Spirit, they are called, you know, to be transformational. Now, depending on the light you carry, that's what signifies the interest you give and you translate onto the nations. There is no light greater than another light. Most especially when you find clarity on your purpose. But somewhat people feel because I'm a lighthouse, mm -mm, I'm this, or because I'm a candlelight, I'm the other way. No, you all matter in the scenes and in the metrics of how God created us. Now, this morning, I don't think I have so much time, but I'm just going to quickly talk about the lighthouse. Now, when you hear a lighthouse, they are driven by a seeker's mind. You know what a seeker's mind is. It's like a servant hat. You're feeling that there is something I've got to find out. There is something I've got to do. They are transformational. So when you find lighthouses, they are called to transform a pain or a struggle into something that serves others. They are yearning to, to, to navigate prior storms. So if they've gone through paths that doesn't seem, you know, interesting, but the Lord has used those paths in their life to change the dynamics of what is going to, you know, happen, people's experiences in the nearest future. Now, lighthouses, they are happiest when they share their personal story. They have so much insight. They have so much knowledge they seek to learn more they gain new discovery they know how to navigate storm oh how i love liberia they, they 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 have pain they have struggle but they don't want people to empathize with them. No, they believe their struggles are not even aiding. So you find light bearers easy to talk about what they, you and I call past or what some people call past. They feel it's past because God made it past. So they don't need people to empathize with them. Instead, they need people to admire their storms, to see the blessings and the transformational blessings they have come to gain, you know, in the sight of God. Now, one of the few things I admire about lighthouses, it's their resilience. They overcome adversity very quickly. They have the ability to transform stressful situations, you know, into inspirations of hope. And now if you're a lighthouse listening to me this morning, just in case you feel that 
all of the informations you share while you are leading so many people to the to 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 avert souls for the kingdom you feel they are a part of your story and you feel that you are you are not being appreciated for it that is why you are a lighthouse your experiences are so genuine they are so true and people love you just for the beaming light you have you are a signal of hope and people get, you know, the, 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 the grace that you carry without them finding your true personality. So from a distance, they can tell that you are a lighthouse. And many a times, it's not um, kind of easy to be a lighthouse. I, I want to put that out there this morning. But a lighthouse, they are fooled by two significant things that I love. They expand their self-awareness. They share their experiences to others. They help people, you know, share their own experiences, like a vice versa situation. And so there's a power that a lighthouse carry. It's inspiration. And so they just want to give out so much of experiences and tell people about, you know, their past or their doubt and remind them of who God is, what God can do. They don't feel guilty or ashamed of their shining light because they understand I am here because of what I've been through. And so this morning, I don't know who the lighthouse is amongst us, or I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but I want to appreciate you. But while I appreciate you for what God has called you to do, I want to say to you this morning, Lighthouse do not dim their light. See, the moment you dim your light, there's something you do that most likely you might never, you know, live a happy life is that you depreciate the value of the heavens that has poured itself on your inside. You do not realize that you are the voice of the world and the world is looking for you because there is something you breathe on. It's the love of Christ. Where one of the few things I learned so much, you know, in, in the book of the Lord is that is about Jesus. How he never lets go of people with several bad past experiences. He brought them back to him because Christ is love personified. A lighthouse is love personified. So I'm saying to you this morning, you are an inspiration to the nations. You are an inspiration to the world. You are the pointer to love. And so this morning, if you are a lighthouse listening to me this morning, the world needs you. The nation needs you. One of the few things God spoke to me about this particular time is we are building visionaries. And while we are building visionaries, we are also encouraging them based on the giftings he has spread abroad to you. And so somewhat you might forget, or maybe you have not come into the consciousness of who you are. I tell you today, you are a lighthouse. A lighthouse does not sit under the tent because when you sit under the tent, you are crowding yourself with the few you think you can work with. But see, if you stand tall in the nation, the global world will hear you. The earth will hear you. And the hand of the heaven is upon you. And so this day I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, you are called for a season as this in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to list the other eight, you know, as we move on through this week or in the coming week. But I just want to list them, you know, individually, just so that 
everyone can gain their part because I've gained mine. And so just in case you're thinking they're about, you know, nine, um, you know, lighthouses through the series. Does it mean that I just own one? Does it mean that I cannot afford to be a lighthouse, a lamp light, a candle light at the same time? The giftings of the Lord are without repentance. Based on the knowledge you have about yourself, one of the few things this series will do to you is to give you the grace and allow you be a carrier of all that you have been called for. And so I declare to you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, the book of 1 Samuel 2.35, it says, I will raise up for myself a faithful priest. Who will do according to what is in my heart and my mind? The scripture says that he firmly established this priestly house and they will minister before my anointed one always. Now, that scripture, I pray it, 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 you, you, you gain sight of it. But beyond that, it's the kingdom. The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. Mark 4, 11. Now, how you make do with the giftings of that kingdom, it's not just going to be God's responsibility. It's going to be your responsibility to shine so bright because God is light, is the father of light. And if he chooses to consider you a light and to give you the grace to be a light, a light does not stay firm doing nothing. A light stays firm, gaining the possibilities in the heaven and on the head and gaining the spirit of dominion to establish the head, to fill the head and to subdue the head. And so this morning I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, in this season, apart from you gaining clarity, I want you to also begin to journal as the Holy Spirit speaks to you, all that are your patterns, all that you have been doing and all that you want to continue to do based on the new years you have, based on the new highs you have, and based on the fact that your widely open heart, the Lord is restoring to you the greatness of your glory and the beauty of your radiance that is your light that is shining through. You see possibilities like mere, 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 mere physical thing. And the Lord begins to tell you, this is what I have called you to do. But while you do all of that this morning, I want to plead with you. Do not dim your light in the mighty name of Jesus. I'll speak to you tomorrow and God bless you.